The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life tips. Life tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Welcome to the show, everyone. Byron here. Amanda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous. Before we uh, dive in with our uh, guest today, Eva Moore, the author of Making the Golden Years Golden, let's have a little chat. I don't know about you, getting old kind of freaks me out. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I've been 25 for three years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the problem with this discussion is I actually probably am old right now. I think I'm past my (laughs) midterm. You're not old, Byron. Come on. I I know the ballpark. You're not old. (laughs) Bald part or the no. bald part? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, lots of lots of good things going on over here at Life Tips. What's uh, what, what's what's happening in in the Life Tips world from your perspective? And then I'll tell you well, about my perspective. Well, you know, I, I hear that I hear that we've got a move in the works. Is that true? Is that rumor true? The world corporate headquarters may be moving uh, to some absolutely crazy, amazing space uh, that we're fortunate enough to have a crack at uh, because of various circumstances, namely our current sub-leasing. We're sub-leasing where we are right now. We we love our building, but unfortunately, our sub-lessor, I guess it's called legally, uh, went bankrupt. That's a buzzkill, huh? Yeah, that was a buzzkill. So as, as, as a result of that, the, the, uh, the team at Life Tips here is actually presented with a really good opportunity. When we struck the deal with this space that we're in right now, um, it was about one year ago, and the economy was great, and things were looking much better than they are right now. So we, we, we dug into a, uh, a four-year lease, and, and as it turns out, it's, it's kind of a blessing that we're in this situation now because I'm looking around at space now that's like half the cost on a square footage basis and equally, if not twice, as nice. It's just the, the whole market has changed and shifted. So you know, it's kind of a blessing for those out there. Thanks for your prayers and looking after life tips <laughs> uh, and continuing on with our journey here, which is approaching 10 years now. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's been a long journey. So yeah, we're 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 looking around. We don't have to go anywhere anytime soon if we don't want to. We can stay as long as we want. But the, but our landlord um, is very nice, and their their goal is to replace our our other tenant possibly. But also their their goal is to would would be to rent the whole floor out. They only rent floors here. They don't rent half floors, which is why we run a sublease. So that's a story. You know, Morning glory. You know, Byron the. Uh, the office has unfortunately become overrun with fruit flies, which I think may or may not have to do with the nasty, funky recycling bin in the office. So I think instead of cleaning it, we should just move. <laughs> it's just easier, isn't it? It's just easier. You know, recycling has its 
pros and cons. <laughs> we experienced a con. We leave the office with bug bites on us, basically. No, it's not quite that bad, but yeah, the, the, the yeah. I we think, we I thought the dead I, man's couch might have something to do with it. What a terrible uh, uh, concept. And we can't reveal the exact rumor at this time. Uh, we can't exhibit the real facts behind Dead Man Couch, but if anybody ch- checks out the Life Test blog or the Idea Launch blog, there is a blog post about Dead Man's Couch, which is which is kind of interesting. Again, we can't talk Yay. about it now, but uh, <laughs> it's a secret. When we move into some new space, perhaps, we might reveal the secret to our fans about Dead Man Couch. But from my perspective, I have a new book coming out in the next few weeks, which is very exciting. I've been reading bits and pieces of it, by, pieces of it as it uh, has has gone to print, and it is amazing. It's going to be fun. We fortunately have a team of 17 editors working on it. (laughs) (laughs) So my rough, choppy copy is getting smoothed out and polished out. Uh, But, no, it's an important uh, landmark for our company to dive into the publishing world. Um, I spent a lot of time and energy and effort on coming up with a tip book, much like all the tip books at Life Tips, 101 Tips. Um, this book has the Idea Launch brand on it, so it looks a little bit different, but it nevertheless is a 101-tip book published by Life Tips, of course. You got um, a pretty amazing endorsement on it, didn't you? You know, Brian Eisenberg um, read the book um, and wrote a, a fabulous uh, promo for the book, which I am thankful for. Um, but I think he, he actually really meant it. He actually liked the book a lot and the tips that were in it and really understood the value. Um, and uh, he, had a, he had a quote that was something suggesting, you know, uh, if you don't buy this book, no problem, your competition will, <laughs> which I awesome. thought was a, a great punchline uh, to help I- express his thoughts on the quality of the book. So, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been fun to work with your fabulous editorial team here in producing the books. I don't know how you guys produce all the books you produce. It's crazy. We, um, are, we are a busy little team back here. When is, when is the, the, the date that your book is dropping? Well, I hope to have it ready for SES um, and to actually distribute it to fans and do some sort of, you know, book signing or, or something creative and interesting at SES. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, and we're actually talking with our good friends at WebmasterRadio.fm about a potential bash that they're having um, at SES in San Jose, which we might be able to get some uh, promotional value out of as well. Um, so, so that'll be fun. Um, so, so and, lots of big things in the works for Life Tips in the coming months, right? You know, it's just all coming together. So life is good. But let's take a quick break and, uh, and get back with Eva Moore, the author of Making the Golden Years Golden, back in the jiffy. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on Target. 
consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with LocalPages.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone. Eva, are you here with us? Yes, I am. Dr. Moore, a pleasure to have you. I should have formally call you Dr. Moore. I guess you are a doctor. Okay. okay. Tell us about the golden years and how to make them more golden. Um, where do we start? <laughs> That's often a problem. We start that uh, we should uh, think of uh, the golden years uh, much, much before we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and we don't do that. What do you, if you were to sort of uh, give give us a, a health report and, and a stati- a golden report, even better, on the State of the Union for? Uh, the, the senior population of the U.S. right now in, in light of the difficult times that we're in, in in this recession. How bad is it? Well, it's pretty bad because the people that save for their retirement, uh, a great deal of their saving has uh, gone down the drain, and uh, they meant to be free um, when they reach uh, the 65, 70, um, and uh, have a lifestyle that uh, would be supported by this investment, and they need to reassess everything. So that part is very sad. On the other hand, um, we we have not, uh, as a society, we have not prepared well for the baby boomers coming in uh, in the next 10 years. We're going to be 77 million of 55 and over in this country, and there is not enough services to accommodate the uh, federal programs. Uh, uh, the technology has not been updated, um, and uh, there's not enough offices 
and staff to provide uh, services for the um, baby boomers coming into Social Security, Medicare, and so on. So the, the waiting time will be longer. So as a society, we're not prepared. And as individuals, uh, some of us uh, really didn't prepare, and some of us that prepared have a new reality to face uh, of, um, you know, to re-prepare uh, to deal with the situation as it is today. But all is not lost. You know, there's a way of uh, still have a wonderful retirement. Mm -hmm. Is there, uh, do you have any statistics or data on, you know, uh, the, you know, number of foreclosures and retirements and the ages of those foreclosures, um, you know, amount of wealth lost and typical age of, of the people that have been hurt and affected the most by the stock market crash. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just nervous about this on behalf of anybody, uh, you know, in, in the golden bracket. And what, how do you define the golden bracket, by the way? What, what, what is the official the age in, in the last two generation, we, uh, we are able to retire. Retirement is a fairly new phenomenon, and people didn't retire at the beginning of the, beginning of the century. Basically, they worked um, as long as they could health-wise, and uh, that's it, and they just hung on to it. Uh, afterwards, people did not retire the decided to retire and enjoy a life like we do today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, regarding the statistic that, uh, you know, the financial losses and so on, it's evolving. Uh, we don't even know now how many people will still uh, go to foreclosure of their houses. People are still in trying to hang on to their houses, and hopefully with a new program some of them will be saved. But people still... Are going, it's, it's a developing story. I think in a year or two we will be able to sum up um, the numbers and the statistic of uh, how, how horrible this uh, process was to the elderly. Uh, you know, they, they cannot take another loan and another loan because uh, who's going to pay it off? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. won't get it either because of uh, no income. Or, um, so we, we, it's, a, it's a tough situation for the elderly. Mm-hmm. What's the positive spin? Is there any good news out there? The good news is that uh, um, once uh, one uh, reaches 65, one, one is, uh, um, uh, qualifies for Medicare, so health issues, uh, although it's not a perfect system, still health issues are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can we improve it? Certainly, and hopefully there will be some improvement in the, you know, with the new administration. With the, um, they talking a little bit about that. They usually talk about the whole uh, population, not specifically about the elderly, but they they looking at the donut hole in the uh, Medicare Part D, the medication thing, which is. Uh, um, it's a tough one for, for the elderly. It's very easy. If you think about it, elderly um, have one or two chronic diseases to deal with, and uh, if they, have, they are covered for medication, up to $2,600, um, and 
and then there is a $3,000 donut, what they call donut hall, that they are responsible for their own, med- paying for their own medication. And then um, at 6100 if they spend that a year, then uh, again the government kick, uh, kicks in the coverage. Um, so uh, the first thing I would say, uh, that this donut hall should be closed. They should not, uh, people should not make a decision, will I take medication or will I eat today? So uh, that's one of the things that uh, needs uh, um, needs kind of uh, provision in, in the, with the new government that they're dealing with the health. Um, as to other uh, aspects, the choices are there. Uh, you have more residential options to you. You don't have to either be home or nursing home. There is assistant living. There is com- uh, communities that have uh, a retirement center, residential care, uh, all kind of options that you have that you can have a full and social life um, in your elder years. So that, that's a very positive thing. That, uh, Are there any innovations out there with, you know, quality of life innovations and, you know, uh, you know, communities that are self-contained and self-sufficient and self, uh, you know, sustaining and and self-green and and you know, uh, created by the elderly for the elderly, powered by the elderly. You know, any any innovations out there? Yes, they are, and uh, those are the residential options that are available that really make uh, life rich for the residents and make life easy for the residents, and those are wonderful. Of course, to a great deal of them, there is a price tag attached, and uh, uh, the the person that wants to join, uh, you know, has to either qualify uh, or, uh, you know, outright and I think uh, you know when we're we, when we're talking about uh, what government should do for the elderly it's one of the things that uh, um, to supplement that kind of environment for the elderly so they have a choice of a residency in a community that would enrich their life and uh, you know people live longer and uh, and they can live fully and enjoy it so we should uh, look to develop that kind of concepts more uh, more to observe, you know, greater numbers of uh, of uh, elderly. So I've got an idea for any entrepreneurs out there. So imagine this sort of we have country clubs, but imagine you know this sort of old country club. Right? <laughs> so everyone that works at the club is a senior, including you know we've got. Uh, you know, uh, you know, from lifeguards to, uh, you know, employees to, uh, there's a whole culture built around this physical land. And there's a golf course, maybe an executive part three course. Um, you know, there's tennis courts, but everyone is all about health and leisure and food and cooking. There's gardens like- and, you know, uh, there, there's, there's sort of, you know, you grow your own food, you, you, you work off the land, but it's it's a complete community effort, and it's someone orchestrates it all. So you wake up every day, and you have tasks to do. Like, I need to go pull weeds out of the carrot garden today. You know, so you you know you waddle your way down to the carrot garden, and it might take a little bit longer for the whole garden bed to be weeded, but nevertheless, it gets done. So it's a constant. It, it, it's this. You know, it's this own, like, mini, you know, ecosystem where it's completely self-contained. Can you imagine an environment like that? It actually sounds pretty cool, you know, where it's, it's a co-op. Everyone's helping one another survive and age and, 
and, and it's self-contained and self-financed and no one pays taxes and, uh, you know, no one earns any money. It's just you earn your, your keep and you have your vacation and your leisure, leisure time. But you, I don't know, does that sound interesting? Sounds very interesting. interesting. Awesome. And, and, you know, when you think about it, it's doable, actually. I think it is, too. Yeah. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. It's funny. I remember that when my grandmother, you know, was was aging, uh, there was a decision from a medical perspective where, you know, all of her assets would go to the state, and then the state would continue to care for her behalf, right? that's, That's a decision that people are often faced with, right, when they can no longer care for themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. So the state right. takes over their assets. But what if there was a different setup where actually there was incentive to give all of your money and wealth to the ecosystem, to the, you know, to the, the O Country Club? Call it the O Country Club, right? You know, so you, you pay in. You don't really know how long you're going to live. Um, could be 20 years. Could be, could be another 50 years. Could be 100. You could live to be 130 years old, you know? Um, but it, the only thing uh, that you have to have a built-in uh, uh, element there that um, as we age, uh, we're likely to get sick, uh, some chronic yeah. diseases. So you have to have a, um, a situation where you can um, take care of people that are unable uh, to work anymore. And uh, One idea was this community would just say, look, we're committed to a, a natural aging process, a natural hearing proce- healing process. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we believe in, in, in the power above to make decisions on how long we should stay on this earth. We don't believe in prolonging our lives. You know, so, so maybe that would, would be a caveat that says, look, there are no CAT scans in our community. You know, there, there are no sophisticated diagno- diagnostic tools. You know, if you get sick, we are, are your fellow uh, teammates will 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 help care for you and comfort you and and you know and 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 will certainly administer drugs to help alleviate any pain. But it's it's a grit your teeth and when you're in you're in and life can be good here but not good for everyone. And then maybe you have to have a health standard for when you enter the club. You know, uh, so that that I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it's great. You know, write them down. It's good to <laughs> Well, actually, we were kind of thinking, Dr. Moore, that you might head this project up. <laughs> you might. Right. Sure, this could be, it's going to be called the Golden Country we'll Club. What to do. We're going we're gonna to get some, we're going to huddle, you know, uh, you know, 250 of your closest friends that have read your book. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna find some property in in Phoenix, Arizona, or something, or in the mountains of Colorado, and and uh, let you have your uh, build a golf course and build a ski mountain and build cross country ski trails and build bike trails all with the help and powered by seniors that are fifty five and up. Sounds great. I'm a baby boomer, so um, you know, sign me up. <laughs> Well, I think it's an interesting idea. And, um, interesting idea, yeah. What, what do you, takeaways from your book, tips and advice, do you have any as we're closing? Let yes. me hear a little bit more. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. Um, look, the, the key word is prepare yourself before uh-huh. the issues come up. 
have a will in place, choose executors for it, for it, have a health proxy. That's an important one because if, God forbid, there is an emergency and you cannot make the decisions, have somebody instructed beforehand that knows what your wishes are so strangers won't make the decision for you. Have a power of attorney. Be careful who you give the power of attorney, but somebody has to make decision if you cannot. Estate planning, trust, make it all beforehand when you're able to make those decisions. Keep all your medical records. Um, your doctor is a nice guy, but you go to few doctors. You want each of them to know what the other is doing for you, what medication is giving. Keep a copy of everything that is done. Tell somebody else where you keep the files. So if you need um, help and you need somebody to review the, the your medical team to review the the file. It will be on hand. Uh, make your home safe. Go through your house and make sure that you have safety bars, reachable phone in the bathroom, chair in the bathtub. Using a, if you're using a wheelchair, have a door that swings both ways. Makes life easier. And um, daily used items. Keep low so you don't have to stretch. You don't have to use stools and uh, letters. That's very important. Uh, and keep uh, um, an emergency list for all the contacts, the emergency contacts, your children, your friends, your doctor. All of this should be at your fingertips. That's very mm -hmm. important uh, things. If you can, uh, if you're young at 50, 55, put in place a long-term insurance that will cover home care. It will uh, enable you to stay in your home with care. It will uh, cover nursing home if needed. Medicare doesn't cover it, and a lot of people um, think that it covers Protect yourself against scams. There are scams, telephone, email, uh, and mail. Uh, scams uh, hurt uh, Americans of all ages, but the elderly are uh, the easiest target because a great deal of uh, the elderly are on their own in the house mm -hmm. all day long, and a phone call of a scammer might be the only social call that comes in, and they really know how to engage you in a conversation. If you don't know the person, if somebody calls you and you don't know them, hang up. Say, I'm sorry, I don't accept calls, and hang up. Don't give out any information, personal information, banks, and so on. Um, people are out there um, really scamming the elderly, so be careful um, about that. That's very important. And uh, try to uh, live your life as safely as possible. Hmm. Wow. That was one heck of a checklist. And just so you know, I wrote it down, every one of those. Um, it's full of it. Will, I really rushed through it not to take too much planning, time. But the book records, is, uh, if, uh, if Byron, I can mention mackerel. something a for a second. Here. What about the com common mistakes? You know, what, what do you see as the most painful common mistakes we make in, in failure to plan? Are there any that are really, like, really upsetting we, to you that this continues to happen over and over again? Yes, a great deal of us uh, um, have a difficult time dealing with uh, with our own deaths and with our illnesses, and uh -huh. so we don't put in place the proper legal instruments. And um, this way we open ourselves to uh, a lot of decision-making that either cost us or the estate costs a lot of money, or uh, they cost us in, uh, you know, in health if we don't make the right decisions. A person that does not have long-term insurance and goes through some hospital procedure and then has to have a 
care at home and he doesn't have the insurance, it can be extremely costly. Yet at the age of 50, 55, if you buy that kind of policy, it will cost you no more than fifteen or $1,800 a year, and it will cover you for two years and $100 a day. And that's uh, sufficient enough for uh, 50, 55, because you're not likely to use much of it. But then you upgrade it at 65, uh, and uh, you will have uh, for five years at $200 a day, it will allow you to stay home. It won't touch your uh, your assets, and you don't have to, you know, quickly uh, run to some nursing home because you have no choice because you wiped out your assets. So these things are very important to make ahead of time. And uh, sometimes it's hard for to speak to our parents. You know, bring up the conversation, go back to it over and over, to, so they understand that it's for their protection. Uh, and they will do it. And we ourselves should also review it and put into place a lot of these safety uh, safety measures that will protect us when we age. Tell us, what, and Amanda, you, I'm just dominating this conversation. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, go okay. ahead, Amanda. I'm, I'm, I want you to chime in. No, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, Dr. Moore, if you had any tips for uh, caregivers with regard to caregiver burnout, which I know is becoming a, an you know, increasingly important topic, especially with, with people who, you know, maybe Byron's age who are taking care of parents and, and might burn out very easily on, on caring for the elderly. It's very important to share uh, caregiving. If the family can share giving uh, and split it, it takes off a lot of uh, pressure uh, of one person. If it's impossible, if A, there are not enough siblings to um, to take care of the elderly, or if you um, uh, there's only one that is able because of distances and another that is far away, uh, they should uh, chip in with the cost so uh, you can bring in a higher uh, uh, caregiver. Uh, in this way, it evens out a little bit. Um, there are, if the person is able to leave the house, there are daycare centers for elderly that stimulate them, have a lot of social activities, they have two meals, and they're not that expensive. So um, this is one way of uh, providing the care and safety for, for your parent, if, uh, if you can do it. Check your neighborhood, check what's available. And the senior citizen, uh, they have special programs, uh, the memory exercises, Alzheimer's uh, programs, um, all kind of programs that can be very beneficial, and there's somebody that will look after them, and there's transportation. So check if that's available. And then when a person comes from work and um, brings the, the, parents, the parent arrives, it's quality time because you're not worn out through all day long of care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can look at that kind of thing. Uh, you can find a lot of uh, contact information in my book. By the way, um, on my site, uh, which is www.goldenyearsgolden.com, I have uh, 60 pages, we couldn't uh, put it in the book, of every state by state of contact information to all those agencies that can benefit you in your state, for you or for your parent. And it has from A to Z so many things that can be of, of help of everyday caring and planning and so on. Fantastic. Well, my one of I've been looking through your great book and in it, and as I turn over in these pages and I look through this incredible collection of data here, 
there's a quote that you have from Chili Davis that just has to oh, be yeah. mentioned in, in our few moments here left on the show. It, it, it says, it's short and sweet, it says, growing old is mandatory, growing up is optional. Isn't that delightful? <laughs> that is so positive and happy and really uh, summarizes really you a little bit, Eva. I mean, you've just got such a wonderful perspective on all of this, all of these difficult, challenging issues. Thank you. You're the kind of person that I just would love to have in my living room when I have a discussion about these intense issues with my father. What are your thoughts on that, by the way, as far as the actual negotiation process um, that you have with someone? Um, do you think bringing in a third party is, is a good, healthy idea? Uh, the time it more? is. Um, uh, if you broach the, the um, subject a few times, uh, it uh. gives them time to get used to it that the conversation is taking place, not necessarily agree with you, but at least they, it's not a, uh, it becomes a familiar subject. The thing to do is have them decide with you. They have to be, if they're mentally able, they have to be part of the decision. The decision uh-huh. should not be made for them, but with them. If they have difficulty, if you notice that they have difficulty to express with you, to, they can't tell you that they mistrust your judgment or that they worry that uh, you're going to make decisions for them against their wishes, bring in a third person. Bring in a third person and tell them nothing is final. The one thing that scares us most at any age, if you think that any decision is made is final. If it's not final, it's not so scary. Mm-hmm. So you let them, you know, uh, um, express themselves, talk about it, and you tell them the pros and the cons of every situation, and they will come to the decision. If we have a moment, I would just tell you, my father passed away, and my mother lived in a house which she could not take care, and she didn't have that much saving and would wipe it completely out. And we told her it would be a good idea to sell the house. And she said, oh, but father loved that house. I'm not leaving this house. So we didn't argue with her. We told her why she should do it, but we let her make the decision herself. And after two, three months, she realized that it's costly. It doesn't make sense to have this size of a house for one person. And she said, you know, guys, I think we should sell it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And she came to terms. Sometimes you don't have the two months for her to make the decision. But <laughs> she did make the decision, and it was her decision, so she didn't complain. She didn't uh, say, you forced me to do it, you made me do it, and so on. So th- you, you have to give them time to come to the realization that you are right, that you are actually, you know, want what's best for them. It's just so nice to hear your comforting voice, Eva. You really have a magical thank quality you. about you, uh, and, and we thank you so much for being on the show today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Keep safe and keep well. <laughs> and be prepared. And be prepared. <laughs> yes, indeed. So thank you for that knowledge today. Thanks. really enjoyed it. Well, until next week, everyone, I hope your life was a little bit smarter. Better. Faster. And more prepared. Right on. Thanks, everyone, for listening in, and thanks even more today. It was great to have her on the show. Thanks, everyone. Until next week, we'll see you then.